Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. In reality, it's hard for podcast listeners to recommend podcasts. If your show's growth has stalled, there are some steps you can take to make it easier for your most loyal fans to recommend your show. Today's episode is brought to you by the Advancing Podcasting Community at advancingpodcasting.xyz. Because why would I do anything normal? It's a special community just for listeners and readers of Podcast Pontifications. And it's populated by like-minded, working podcasters just like you who also want to make podcasting better. You're already listening to the show. So why not extend the conversation and your influence on the future of podcasting? Join us today at advancingpodcasting.xyz. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Why is my show not growing? Has been the topic we're dealing with all week here on Podcast Pontification. Why have I reached that plateau? Well, as we've said... It's because people aren't recommending your show any longer. And that's because, or it might be at least partially because, it's not all that easy to recommend your podcast. But before you start Googling, how do I make it easy to recommend my podcast? Look, let's first talk about who it is we're talking about. Because the people you want to recommend your show, or the people you rely on to recommend your show, are the hardcore, retained audience that come back and keep downloading and listening to your episodes week after month after day, whatever. Those people are the evangelists. It makes much more sense that they're the ones more likely to recommend your podcast than someone who just found your show via a Google search, or has listened a single time, or maybe they didn't listen at all. So you can automatically, by by making that bifurcation of who we want to make the recommendations, we can start discounting, if not outright discarding, any tips and tricks that don't speak to the behavior of the loyal listening audience. So yes, that does mean, in fact, you have my permission to uninstall that social share icon pack from your website that's cluttering things up. All right, let's get back to making it easy for your core listening audience to recommend your show. Now, it makes sense that when someone is listening to you, when they're having that aha moment, when they are getting the value from your program, it makes sense that right there, is a great time for someone to make a recommendation. But you know it's not. 
right? For a couple of reasons. One, podcast listening apps themselves are not great at sharing content. They don't make it easy to share and or recommend content. And while, yes, they all have a share functionality while you're listening, they're all in there. Some even make it very easy for you to take a clip for your listener to take a clip of your show and share that and recommend it to other people. But as I mentioned, two problems with sharing via apps. First, apps aren't universal. And so a link to a link from Apple Podcasts or Overcast or even Podverse is a link to the episode or the show in that app and that app only. And that's a problem the industry is working to solve. So that's not all that helpful. That's a smart growth tactic if you are that app, less so for your podcast. The second part of that is most people, when they are listening to your show, are listening with this show, the, the, their phone in their back pocket, in their cup holder of their car, on the counter where they got sudsy hands. It's just not the right time to get someone to make a recommendation when they're listening. As cool as that would be, as much sense as it makes, probably not. Social apps, however, are a totally different story. You see, the entire thing about social media is it is built for sharing. You know this. And while we all know that social websites, Twitter, Facebook, name any of them, they all hate audio-only content, we have to remember that a lot of people do share audio content on social. All sorts of content. They, they, they retweet, they share, they comment, they pass along information to other people all the time. Now, some podcast brands have really become part of the social fabric and are engaging with the overall social platform, the, all the people there, in lots of ways so that they can get shared. I'm thinking of Podchaser and Buzzsprout. Just check out their Twitter feeds. See how much they are involved with the overall community of podcasting on those platforms. They're heavily engaged. Their content gets great engagement, and therefore it gets lots of shares. Now, a lot of smart and socially savvy podcasters play that similar game. They don't turn to social media just to pimp their latest episode. They instead engage with their listeners in detailed conversation. That keeps them top of mind, which keeps them in the consideration the next time someone says recommendations on podcast in that social platform. Do you know where your social, excuse me, do you know where your loyal listeners are on social? What platforms they're using. Yesterday, I talked about a survey and I've implemented that survey. I'll talk about it in just a moment. You can find out where your loyal people are interacting. And then that means you should be there too. Follow your most loyal listeners. Engage with your most loyal listeners on their social platform of choice. Because if your social media presence gives your listeners, your loyal listeners value, they're very likely to return that value by recommending your show more. Now, finally, I'm going to turn to the killer app, email. Yes, again, email. Evo is going to talk about email. But hold on. How many times do you or have you forwarded an email? How many times have you received a forwarded email? It's a lot, right? Now, lots of podcasters, some of which are my clients, unfortunately, eschew the idea of doing more with email because they want people to listen to their show, not read it. And, and I get it. 
So I'm here to say, you don't have to give away the episode in text form like I do, although I do highly recommend that move. It works really well. But you should, however, do more with email than just send out a notification of a new episode. So if you do that, like like think infographics or key quotes, maybe even emailing a, a link to the resources that were mentioned in your most recent article. If you can make the email you send valuable more than just a notification, that not only helps your most loyal listeners remember you all the time, but they will also more likely to recommend and pass that great information you're giving to other people because it's email. But there has to be value in the email before they forward it. So when you write an email, think, is this something that someone should forward? You don't have to write the full article like I do. But you certainly do have to create something of value so that someone says, yes, I would, in fact, like to send this off to a friend. And recommending that value through email is super easy if you put value in to begin. Now, there's a lot more we could cover on this topic, like, you know, custom domains, making sure that your content looks great when it's shared, rewarding loyalty, but all of that are topics for another day. For now, as mentioned, I do have the survey in place, the listener survey. Hooray! A few of the people in the advancing podcasting community have already given it a test run, so it's ready for you. You can do the same thing. There will be a link in the episode details. I'm trying to get a forward set up, but I hadn't get it done by the time I was recording. So anyhow, check the episode details and you'll find a link. Or check the email, because I'm going to email you a link to the survey as well. If you're a loyal listener of podcast pontifications, I appreciate you. You can return some of the value that you get from me every single day by visiting buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and signing up for a recurring monthly virtual coffee donation membership. I would appreciate that. Now, on Thursday's episode, we'll talk about how mastering your craft can ensure your loyal fans keep on recommending your show. With that, I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers! Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Alley Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. 
Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.